Have you ever heard the expression, in God's timing? In the process of time, God fulfills His promises to us, opens and closes doors, so we fulfill the purpose He has for our lives. Along the way, our faith is strengthened as we learn to trust our Heavenly Father. Long ago, a man named Abram learned about God's timing and promises. This podcast begins in Genesis 12 and, believe it or not, is still ongoing today. When we watch the news and see the turmoil in the Middle East regarding the Israelites and land for peace, this was the start of it all. Before we begin, let's clarify that Abram is referred to today as Abraham, Father Abraham in fact. In the next few podcasts, we will learn why his name changed and why God's promise is significant today. Abraham was the 20th generation of all mankind. As you recall, Adam and Eve, the first people, had a third son named Seth. Later came a descendant of Seth known as Noah. You know, Noah and the ark. Noah was the 10th generation. In today's episode, we'll study Abram, or Abraham as we call him. Abraham is the 20th generation of all mankind and is a descendant of Noah's son Shem. Between the time of Adam and Eve's sin and the call of Abraham, there grew more and more false god and pagan worship. Remember, God created us so we could fellowship and worship with Him. We were created for God. Sadly, time and time again, mankind worships other false gods, nature, animals, and even made-up gods, just so they would have something else to worship. Also recall, once Adam and Eve brought sin into the world, there was a separation of God and man. People had to atone for their sin through sacrifice and offerings. It was very ritualistic and tedious. Abraham, the main character of today's episode, was told by God to leave his country and his family. God told Abraham that he would show him where to go. Abraham went on faith. God promised to bless him and make him a great nation. God told Abram, Abraham as we say, that he would make his name great and bless those who blessed him. God also told him that he would curse those who curse him. Finally, God promised that in Abraham and all the families of the earth, they would be blessed because of Abraham's faithfulness. That includes you and me, my friend. So there you have it. Would you go? Would you pack up and leave everything if God asked you to? I'm glad you're here and following God and learning more about Him, already you're giving up your time just to worship the Lord. Congratulations and thank you for joining. Today we hear God mostly by reading His Word. Abraham, however, actually heard God's voice. Can you imagine? How exciting, right? Abraham left his land and only took his wife his nephew Lot and his wife, 
a few people and the little possessions that they owned. Now this is even more incredible. Abraham was 75 years old when God told him to relocate. Can you imagine? There were no moving vans back then. They traveled by foot, maybe a camel or a donkey, but I'm quite sure it wasn't the luxury rides that we have today, and there certainly wasn't air conditioning. A pastor once said, if you're still breathing, God still has a purpose for your life. Don't let the word to, that's T-O-O, get in your way. You're never too old, too rich, too young, or too poor. When God calls you, get on up and go, brothers and sisters. God will provide all that you need and then some. Abraham and the crew finally made it to the land where God told him to go. Then God appeared to Abraham again and told him he would give him the land and that it would be for all his descendants. Can you imagine God appearing before you? That land that God gave to Abraham is the cause of much of the turmoil in the Middle East. That is the land of Israel. So now what do we think was the first thing that Abraham did? He stopped in his tracks and built an altar to worship the Lord. Then he went to another piece of the land and built another altar. This is why Abraham found favor with God. Abraham was a faithful servant who worshiped the Lord. In our modern world, there's not a lot of altar building, but we can, however, find a quiet place, a place to sit, to pray, and to read the Bible. Not long after arriving in the Promised Land, a famine occurred. Now don't panic. We'll soon find out that the famine wasn't such a bad deal for Abraham and his wife. Due to this famine, Abraham and his family relocated to a different land called Egypt. Abraham's wife Sarai, Sarah as we call her today, was very beautiful. Abraham asked her to please tell the Egyptians that she was his sister. He believed that if they knew she was his wife, they would kill him. As his sister, they were welcomed and even given many wonderful things. The Pharaoh treated Abraham and Sarah very well because of her beauty and, of course, the grace of God. Things were going well for Abraham and Sarah, who were now very wealthy, but God wanted them to return to the land that he promised them. So he sent plagues on the Pharaoh and his house. In the process of time, the Pharaoh found out that Sarah was Abraham's wife, not his sister, and that all the plagues were because of them. The Pharaoh sent them away, but when he sent them, he included all of the possessions that he had given them, all the gold and silver and all the livestock. Abraham and Sarah were not back in the promised land empty-handed, they went back with more than they left with. In fact, when Abraham and his family returned, they had so much livestock that they had to spread out. And his nephew Lot ended up going to a different place called Sodom. Again, 
the Lord spoke to Abraham. This time God asked Abraham to look to the north, to the south, to the east, and to the west. He told him that all the land that he could see was for him and his descendants. In fact, God told Abraham that he would have as many descendants as there is dust on the earth. Now that's a lot of descendants. Abraham was faithful to always worship the one true living God, the God who spoke to him, the God who gave him land, and promised a purpose and a future for him and his descendants. Abraham is known as the father of faith. Adam, on the other hand, of Adam and Eve, is known as the father of sin. How will you be known? Thank you for joining today as we journey through Hebrews 11, the hymn of faith in the Bible. Always remember, our Heavenly Father has a perfect plan and purpose for your life. As doors open and close in your life, remember to always trust Him. What may seem like a famine could turn out to be a feast. We can count on God because He loves us and wants good for us. In the next podcast, we'll continue our study of Abraham and Sarah and Lot and his wife. In the meantime, I encourage you to find a quiet place to read the Word of God. The book Faith, A Gentle Reminder of Hope is available on Amazon for only $5 and is the focus of this series of podcasts. The book looks deeper into real people throughout the history of the Bible who grew in their faith and walked with the Lord. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.